Heavens to Megatron! What time it is, folks? Beefsticks podcast even. Uh, woo! Today is a good day to dine on Beefsticks. As is the uh, general diet of the masses every Thursday and night from 8 to 10, right here on Beefsticks podcast. See this guy? This is what I deal with on a weekly basis. This guy got up to get his beers, he went pissed, he took a shower, and he's still getting up to fuck around. It's called being professional trying to have all your ducks in a row. I don't like ducks that are out of line. Alright, it's my OCD. Your ducks are just ducks out of line on the show! I like to roll up my ducks. I like to roll them up like roll, roll, roll your ducks. What the fucks? I've been on here since 5.30 and I've been struggling in the last 10 minutes to catch all your crap up, man. Don't give me no crap today. Haroo! I gotta put my ears on yet. Well, we made it. We made it on time. 8 o'clock. Dead on 8 o'clock. Yes, 8 o'clock. Dead on. Not a it, moment too dead late. Dead on 8 o'clock. Or a moment. My mustache isn't up, but that's okay. It's gonna be relaxed tonight. My mustache is relaxed, folks. It's okay. It's a relaxed My stash. mustache is up. Relaxed stash. I just do the whole podcast like this so you look at my mouth and be like, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? How you doing tonight? How you doing tonight, pasty? I'm doing damn good, sir. Damn good. Damn good. Into sir. my new promotion at work, into my new pay grade. Rock on. That makes me happy. I'm back an old friend from the first three to five episodes of Beef Six Podcast. <gasps> and, ladies and gentlemen, you get to hear the lovely bubbly sounds of the Huda. Always reminds me of the caterpillar from... Uh, right, I am taping out some mighty fine cucumber lime. Could never go wrong with the lime and cucumber. Good combination. Right. Put the lime That's what you do. Isn't that how the song goes? That's what most people do. That's what we will do. Not only that, but we're going to let you know about the folks that keep us afloat. And they're called our sponsors. Pacey White. Who you do know you what? I'm going to let you do the sponsors for once. No, no, no. You get to handle it one week out of your life. All right, I will handle it. I, I will handle it. It is uh, Monster Wear. You can hit him up, Corey Matthews. He'll give you decals that will make your jowls crowl. I mean, this is shit you haven't seen. He'll make shirts that make your mama hurt and your grandma squirt. This guy will do anything you want. You got a hockey mask, you don't even need to ask. Want to put something on a flask? It'll put you in a body cast. Corey Matthews is your man. We're talking Monster Wear, folks. You got to hit him up. It's MonsterWear.com, or maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Um, but you can you can get a hold of Monster Wear. Do we have a phone number and a website? Uh, uh, pasty. Or how do they get a hold of the guy? Or do you just call his name out on the streets. 
He doesn't abandon me. <laughs> Hello? Did I did you abandon me? Did I Hello? lose you? Are you back? I'm here. Where'd you go? Oh, my OBS studio disconnected and reconnected. Oh shit! Well, we afraid for a okay, we stayed on, we stayed on. We were trying to get him to Corey Matthews. I can tell about his products till I'm blue in the face. In fact, a brighter blue you cannot find than Corey Matthews will give to you in any hue that you want on your decals, shirts, hockey masks, helmets. If you want to put a decal up, if you want anything, he'll make it for you. But how do we get a hold of him, Pasty? On Facebook. Look up Monster Wear Clothing. Monster Wear Clothing Tell on Facebook. White and the Fat Max sent you. Let him know that every week we have filling his product into your ear holes to the point that you're just salivating from decals and he'll hook you up with a real sweet deal. You're drooling for some tooling and my gosh will he get it to you. I gotta tell you I got a bit in on some cloud style broadcasting decals. My car's been looking a little lonely lately and I think I need to spice it up. I want a really big one for the middle of my rear window so I get pulled over. There you go. I know you like a big one in your rear, that's for sure. You know it. So other than giving Corey Matthews some love over at Monster Wear Clothing, you can also shoot us an email. If you want to get a hold of any of us, you can hit up cloudstylebroadcasting at gmail.com. If you want to hit up yours truly, the Fat Mac, hit up fatmacbsp at gmail.com. Dot com. You said you don't like to do email. You just head up social media. Well, we got Facebook pages galore. How about facebook.com forward slash cloud style broadcasting or facebook.com forward slash beefsticks podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at beefstickscsb. And if you're feeling extra lovely and don't want to just drop us a line saying, hey, how do you do? Your show sucks. I got some questions or any of the further. And you really want to show us some real love. Like the only kind of love we understand, which is green and paperful. Paperful. Is that a word, Pasty? Paperful? Paperful. Sounds like it. I'll put it in a song. We'll make it a We're going to make it a word. You can go to our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash cloud style. There you can donate some money to us. You can make monthly, weekly, daily donations if you would like. Besides that, you will get random drops of special only Patreon exclusive content. That could be from anything from Beef Sticks, Fantastic Fables, or any oncoming and upcoming adventures that we have. And we have some. We're not telling you about that yet. Not only that. folks. I just want to get this out here real quick. Paperful is in the dictionary. The definition as is as much as will fill a paper. A paper full of Okay. I'll take that. I will take that. Um, And if you want to drop a little extra change, let's say your grandmother died recently, left you a hefty inheritance, and you don't know what to do with that big stack of cash, why drop it on our way at GoFundMe. Go and search Cloud Style Broadcasting. 
Folks, none of this goes into our pockets at all. Every single bit of currency that we get from either Patreon or GoFundMe goes right back into our endeavors of cloud-style broadcasting, whether that is updating equipment, whether that is getting you a higher internet connection, whether that is getting you merchandise that we can give away and or sell, whether, whether it's us finding other venues to do live events at, whether it's getting our name out there, it all goes right back into this programming to make this programming better for you and a more enjoyable listening experience. Experience. Pasty, I, th- I, I think I killed the sponsors today, man. I'm just going to pat my own back right there and say I did I think you did good beautifully. Job. Um, other than I think that, that deserves a pat on the front, to be honest. Oh, you mean the other front. Um, other than that, we do have some drinking to do. And uh, Scrappy Dappy Doo. Yes, we do. Hang what on. are you drinking to? Keep talking. I will, and then we'll clack I a I am ref- drinking. Are we going to clack a refrage? I'm really sad. I think we are, but it's just going to be... Here, I'll let's click it and then keep talking. We'll, we'll click it and then you start talking. We'll talk over the refrigerator song. I can't cl- click anything yet. I'm waiting for I it. Can't no! it. No! We're all waiting for it. Anticipation. The, the crowd can't can't stand to wait. They need the no song. <laughs> because you're a gutless, Start. dickless fucking coward. I'm surprised your wife will even fuck you with that microscopic dick of yours. Why do I love you so much? Because you hold my food in my beard, so you're my heart. Even though you're a cold bitch. To the point where you could have fucking children. So I have What did you get on this week, Fat Mac? The Spreaker folks got a little remix that time around. I hope they enjoyed that. And you'll only hear it on Spreaker.com. Go and check us out. Won't get it on you won't. You'll only get it on Spreaker.com. Check us out. By the way, we didn't say it, and, and we and you know what? We kind of just take it for granted. But let me stop and say thank you for the download, the subscribe, the stream, the click, um, yeah. the favorite, the comment, anything that you did to listen to us right now currently. I want to thank you for going out of your way and doing that and hearing us as we speak at this moment. That means a lot to us. We we often forget to thank you for that, but thank you. You made me love you. I didn't want to do it, but you made me do it. I know you really didn't want to do it, but... So I am drinking on... This is a repeat for me, and this may be my, my first repeat. Oh, we've we've done a lot of repeats along the way, so I repeats. Know. I don't know. If I've it's... repeated a lot. You've repeated a couple times. But this is a, a Shell's Fire Brick. Let's see if I, what I can get there. Shell's uh-huh. Fire Brick. It's from the Shell's Brewery of New Ulm, Minnesota. This is honestly 100% my favorite Shell's beer ever. Um, I bought it the other day because I need it. I just need I've been stressed. I've been sick, folks. I've been having so much bullshit. I needed a beer. So I was going to go, and I was like, I'm just going to get the best beer I can find there. And honestly, this is the best beer. They got really good beers. There's really expensive beers. There's cheap beers. There's this, that, and the other. This is one of my favorites, and it always makes me happy. So I bought this the other day. I I drank a few out of them, and uh, the rest I saved for our show. So I'm drinking on these shells, Fire Brick 
beer, New Ulm Brewery. Right. If it ain't shells, it ain't worth a hell. God, that is a good beer. I think that was the first shells I ever had, and I think that was thanks to you. I hope I did something. Would right? make sense. Sometimes, rarely. How about yourself? Well, I'm pathetic. And I am just tonight finishing off my 30 pack of Good Light. Um, I don't know. I really only drink one day a week, and that's with you guys. And so the case lasted me a lot longer than I had expected, especially with even having company. And it's getting killed this week, and next week we'll be back with some glass bottle. Right, folks. Coors Light in a glass bottle. <laughs> right, right, pasty white. Man, I apologize for the for the stream on my end tonight. Seems to be cutting in and out something fierce. I'm trying to eliminate anything and everything that could be using up extra internet on my end. But I, I just I, I think we might actually have an unusable video show. Well, we'll see what we can do. Um, I, I have been noticing it on my end, I will say that. But uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, I don't have much going on my end. I'm hardwired tonight, so it should be fairly s steady. Gonna keep it's been it going. a hard transition. I mean, usually we do a really going. good job back here, and there's only a couple of stutters towards the end of the show. But today has been rough, and i, I got to apologize for that. That's all right. We'll get through it. We'll make it. It'll be good. It'll be good for you. Can't always be perfect. Nah. What fun would that be anyways? So <laughs> it is... By the way, uh, folks, I can't stress it enough. Uh, welcome taken coming up. And, God, next Saturday already. Saturday, November 11th. It is Veterans Day. And also, if you are a military veteran, bring some proof, show you military ID, and you and one guest will get in for free. So all you other lazy Americans, the cost is $5. On 11-11, folks. And by the way, if you yes. are a military veteran or currently serving, thank you for your service. I can't say enough. I give a lot of people a lot of shit. But thank you for your service. That's all I'm going to say about that. And I think that goes... I mean, what more do you have to say? Um... Great. Are you ready for uh, two that. No, I'm kidding. Kidding. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Are we ready for two we should. We should come on here once and just do nothing but political talk. And it's got to be very boring oh political talk. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that, that's how you lose do listeners, it. though. That's how you lose listeners, Loke. It's not good. <laughs> I try to avoid it myself. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm ready for some two tweets. Boom to the people. All right. Well, um, why did it seem to send them out of order? I didn't mean for oh. it to send them out of order, but I think it did. Um, actually, it almost looks like it didn't even send everything. I love but that your email is a thank you for your time. With him. Does it say that? That's how yeah. my, that's my signature. Because I appreciate everybody's time who spends time with me. Okay, so first I guess we have to talk about 
the biggest one, the elephant in the room, or the moth, or Leo Rush. Some of you folks may not know who Leo Rush is. He is in NXT right now. He's been big on the indies for a long time. He's a cruiserweight. He's an amazing athlete. I I really appreciate his work. Um, but he sent a tweet about Emma being... Well, I, I guess we should say... Well, well, we'll talk about it. But Emma got released. We'll talk about more in the news. But there was a, a, something about Emma's release. He She got released. And he, so put, he put a tweet out about that saying... I'm mad at him. I, I guess... I guess these are the things that happen when you're not truly ready for Asuka. And then he put a clown face. So I guess I seen that before I seen all the backlash. And I thought it was pretty funny. I thought he was just making a joke. Um, you know, Asuka's going to kill you. And, you know, you're not ready for Asuka. And that happened. Well, he seemed to piss a lot of people off backstage. Um, I thought I had more tweets. I'm going to check my phone, folks, and I don't mean to be rude and get on my phone. Um, but I thought, I know there was a bunch of tweets against him. One of them was from Kevin Owens that said, reading that made my brain melt. Good luck. You're going to need it. Um, he's got a lot of shit from a lot of folks over it. And to be fair, he is brand new in the WWE locker room. Right. So, um... It might not be the best thing, but I guess I didn't think it was that horrible. Um, okay, here we My go. My personal opinion is now they should fire Leo Rush and and bring her back. <laughs> right? Um, this guy just buried himself completely. So Peyton Royce replied, and I don't have this on here. I don't know why. She said, wow, kid, didn't you just get here? Professionalism goes a long way. Which is true. <coughs> oh, excuse me, folks. <coughs> I mean, that is true. I guess, to me, I took what he said as a joke. But, let's be honest, this is somebody who lost a huge part of her livelihood. I would assume Emma's going to go on and, and have a career outside of the WWE and do alright. But, she probably won't be making the money she made in WWE, just because... You know what? It's a it's a male's world out there in professional wrestling, and especially as much as we give WWE shit for not doing good with the women, it's so much harder for women in the independence to get noticed and booked yeah. and seen. So, I guess that is kind of harsh, but I, I took it as a joke. I, I guess most people didn't. But, then, there was somebody like... Uh, Mick Foley, who actually put out a tweet who said, maybe we should cut Leo Rush some slack. He made a mistake. He feels terrible about it. He sincerely apologized, which he did, folks. He went out and apologized on Twitter. And then Mick Foley says, he's human. Thanks. So there's a legend who built his, who literally worked his ass, who literally gave his ass from the bottom up. Like he lost chunks of his flesh working for nothing to build his way up into what he is today, saying, you know what, cut him a little bit of slack. And William Regal, another old-timer who's been around forever, also posted, we all make mistakes. All the people who've had, quote-unquote, heat or problems, have I ever joined in with the pack on you? Perhaps a chat and a bit of guidance would be better. Being a pro comes in many ways in and out of the ring. 
which is kind of a broad spectrum to a lot of people, like maybe an Enzo or somebody who has heat, but obviously was directly in correlation with Leo Rush, who William Regal works with. Even if, I mean, he's the on-air um, general manager of NXT, but he works with those NXT kids a lot. Oh, yeah. So... Um, Pasty, what's your take on the whole Leo Rush situation? I know I dropped like eight tweets there, but they all kind of went together. I felt we should get them all in and then discuss them. He's a young guy, and he doesn't know what's right and what's wrong to say, and I don't think you should really hold that against him, but I think he's very going to have a very difficult time in WWE now. Yeah, if we know anything about that locker room... I don't think on. there's anybody happy that Emma that Emma's gone. No, she doesn't deserve to be gone. And and to be fair, for folks who might not know Leo Rush, on the indies, she was just coming into her own. Oh, truly, those two matches with Asuka I loved, and the one on Raw was actually even better than the one at the pay per view. What makes me mad is if, if Nia Jax is upset about her pay rate, they probably just let Emma go so they could pay some of the women more. Or possibly as a uh, as a reminder to the women that none of, that anybody's replaceable. Could it be that? Right. Well, Emma's not the not one that you would think they would out there like that. She she's never been like a lead. You know what I mean? She, uh, she she's was, never been. She was the big woman. in NXT, and she was big when she first started uh, on the main roster. You can't call NXT and the WWE universe the same thing because they're not. No, but would you put? But, wouldn't so you I'm put Nia Jax as far as the WWE universe? Isn't Nia Jax on the same level as Emma? I I think she is, from what they've showed me. I think so. She's got that size advantage that Vince loves. She though. does have that size advantage, but I do think that could I be. I still feel like they should have pushed her and Braun at the same time, and then had them like in a romance angle. It would have been good for everybody involved, and I would have <laughs> chuckled. It, I would have been okay with that, to be honest. It would have been a little bit of uh, that. Uh, sexual chocolate or whatever, you know, from back in the day. Show a little tender side of some of your monsters. Right. And we know, we know, like, if you watch any any Twitter videos or YouTube or anything or that Vine involves... Or um, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Strowman is a funny guy. He's a big goof. He's very Fuck laid yeah. back. It would, be, it would be great if he could be him... Himself. I like him as the monster he is, but I'm waiting for the day because they I do think, it every big guy. Yeah, I think he every needs to do the monster role before they can give him that comedy yeah. role. Otherwise, he's never going to yeah. make it. If they started him out in the comedy role, he's dead. <laughs> Just dead. Yeah, I, I, I agree there, but I'm still looking forward to that day. And I would love to see a romance angle between the two giants. Like, they're both tearing through backstage, beating people up. And then they, like, meet and lock eyes and music starts to play. <laughs> it could it could definitely be entertaining, yes. And Braun would be able to make it work. Would Nia? That's yet to be seen. Right. But, but Braun would definitely be able to make it work, I think. Um, and before we move on, actually, I got a couple more things on Emma. But for some folks who may not understand, and to put some of this in perspective... In the indies, Leo Rush is a main event guy, big name guy. So he's not just a yeah. nobody saying things. Like to him, maybe it was okay to say these kind of things in the indies. 
because he was at the top of the pecking order. But in WWE, he's at the very fucking bottom right now. And to be fair, he's probably moving from NXT to 205 Live, so he's not going anywhere super fast. <laughs> right. So right. watch your ass. Um, so moving on from that, we got another two-tweet. Uh, Austin Aries, a person who recently left WWE because he wasn't happy with where he was at or or because they mutually agreed on something. He wrote, hey, Emma, you still doing that cooking show on YouTube? Maybe we could do a collaboration. I'll bring the bananas. For those of you who don't didn't pay attention to Austin Aries when he was in WWE, he always ate a banana on the way to the ring or when he was ringside. And it was the big thing. What's with the banana? What's with the banana? What's with the banana? Well, he came out on a podcast. I don't remember whose podcast it was a while back, not too far long back. But he said, you know what? There was nothing to it. Bananas are funny. So I just go out there and eat a banana and everybody talked about it. And that's that's <laughs> awesome. More wrestlers need to do shit like that. Just do something for no reason. Great. <laughs> do I something. honestly think if any wrestler came out and ate anything, it would be talked about. Carlito it doesn't have and his to be apple. a banana to be Right? He got t shirts right. with the apple, right? That had nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. That was the apple was his entire gimmick. It was. <laughs> so it's like people often said that you know, they were trying to say, was there something that it meant? Was there something people guessed about what it all had to do with it? He was like, nothing. He's like, I eat bananas because that's one of the things you have to do to keep your protein up and stuff when you're you're working. And he's like, I just take a banana to the ring with me. Um along the lines of folks who were let go was uh Darren Young. Um, a lot of you might not know who he is because he hasn't been on TV forever. <laughs> but he was with Titus O'Neil. One of the original he members of the Nexus, man. He was. Oh, no, we got to go back before that. He was in the Nexus. He was an original Nexus member. You are correct. Oh, uh, he's. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's. Heath Slater's the only one left, right? Of the well, original Nexus. Husky Harris was in the original Nexus, not Bray Wyatt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt is broken. Wyndham, Wyndham Rotunda is also still in there from the original Nexus. Uh, Bray Wyatt is not, and 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 um and Husky Harris is not, but Wyndham Rotunda is. Um. So there's a couple things about old uh old Darren Young, both from Bullet Club members. So uh, who should we talk about first? Oh Pacey? God. Let's talk about the Bucks. Let's talk about the Bucks. Oh, wait a second. I was wrong. I'm, I'm getting my shit mixed up. All right. So the Bucks actually sent a picture. Well, first they said at uh, Darren Young WWE because he hadn't had a Twitter handle changed yet. And it has a picture of a Bullet Club shirt with rainbow stripes. If you don't know who Darren Young is, you don't understand, but he is literally the first WWE wrestler to come out as being homosexual while being an active member of the roster. Which is why myself and many others were surprised when he was let go, because a lot of us thought um, WWE was going to pull that whole reverse... What do you call it? Reverse... uh, um, Homophobic... 
where you have to keep gay people because they're gay, because if you let them go, you're considered homophobic. It's like reverse racism, right. but with homos. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, and I love homosexuals. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I just honestly thought WWE would keep him on just for the fact he was homosexual. They didn't. They let right. him go. You gotta have diversity. Exactly. And a black homosexual, man, unless he's fucking otters, you can't get much more diverse than that. Um, I want to see a pro wrestler who's fucking otters of the same gender. <laughs> Do it. Um, no, so uh, so the Young Bucks just posted a, a Bullet Club shirt that was rainbow-striped, and they sent it to Darren Young. Again, their gimmick right now seems to be anybody who's released, they act like they want them in the Bullet Club. There's a lot of people I don't think they'd take in the Bullet Club. I don't think Darren Young they would want in the Bullet Club. He doesn't seem to fit their mold. Then again, I didn't think Cody Rhodes did, and they took him, so I don't know. But I think it's their way of just, um, they're self-promoters. They got nobody else to promote for them. This gives right. them promotion. We're talking about it now on Beef Sticks Podcast, right? Uh, and with the amount of WWE superstars who could leave and be book club members, I, I just feel like they're smart to do it anytime somebody's ejected. Like, oh, you come here. Right? TNA, I mean, built their whole reputation on taking on everybody that dropped out of WWE. That's a lie, folks, and that's that's a misconstrued miscons- misconception. A misconstrued misconception? Can you say that? <laughs> I have to blow your bubble or burst your bubble too. Michael Gillicuddy is still wrestling as Curtis Axel. No. <laughs> um, I don't know yeah. his real his legal name is still wrestling. But Michael McGillicuddy is not still wrestling. You got to This up. is the universe. David Otunga is the, universe. the announce table. But he's still under David Otunga, and he's not wrestling. You got to go in the universe. We're talking the universe. <laughs> I'm talking the universe here, okay? We know things exist outside of the universe. WWE doesn't acknowledge that. I'm, I'm saying in the WWE world, Heath Slater is the only Nexus guy who's still around wrestling. Okay, fine. Like, actively wrestling. Well, John Cena was a member of the Nexus. But not an original. I'm still getting you with the technicalities, oh. buddy. I'm going to technical this shit out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've proven... Okay, you, you have proven me wrong. There there are many. But I think he is the only one using his his... Nexus gimmick, yeah. I guess. But you are right. And I, still wrestle. I guess I didn't think about them because they, they have different gimmicks. I did think about Daniel Bryan, but he's not still wrestling, was where I got that. I, I, I put an ass Also, he took there. a choke slam ish in the dark. <laughs> um, and since we're um, going overtime and we want to get through some of this stuff, I'm going to click through a few of these pretty quickly. Um,. So, the Young Bucks and the Revival, if anybody pays attention on Twitter, those two have a good rivalry going just through Twitter. So, um, the, somebody on Twitter asked Mick, Nick Jackson, what are your kids dressing up for Halloween today? This was on Halloween, obviously. And Nick said, the Revival. And then Matt responded from, with that with, I thought you told me they were going as the Brain Busters. Oh, wait, same thing. Which is a knock on how the revival is very similar to Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, 
who were two fourths yeah. of the horsemen, but were in WWE under the tag team, the Brain Busters, with their manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> and to be fair, their gimmick is basically just them trying to be the Brain Busters, but it works. And nobody else has done it since the Brain Busters because it's such an old school gimmick. Most people wouldn't think it would get over. And these guys got it over. Good for you, Revival. You guys put on some of the best tag matches ever with DIY. You go on YouTube, a DIY Revival match, you're not going to be disappointed. It's, it's really it's a shame how many NXT guys come up to WWE just to suffer injury and sit on the sidelines. I know, right? Isn't it? It's, it really is. At that point, I feel like maybe you should just go back to NXT for a while and then come up and try again. You know? It's better <laughs> they, than they've done that before. They did that with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn came up, made his debut, yeah. threw his shoulder out. Not even fucking wrestling, might I add. <laughs> and they sent him back to uh, NXT for like another six months, maybe four months, but about, you know, for quite a while. Yep. Why yep. not? So uh, one, of, one of the funniest tweets coming out on our two tweet. Randy Orton tweeted a picture of a um, an Egg McMuffin. It looks like a double Egg McMuffin. Because I've, I've never seen a McMuffin with that much fucking ham on it. So it's right. a double well, a McMuffin. Piece on the top and a piece on the bottom and two eggs. He probably just took two sandwiches and put them together. Could be. So he's got a double McMuffin, a hash brown, and an orange juice. And it says... Don't judge me. I needed the calories. Also, I'm training for a potential confrontation with Kevin Owens. Um, so the implication there, if you didn't catch it, folks, is that Kevin Owens is fat. Randy Orton's eating a big, fatty McDonald's meal, and he says he's he's training for a potential confrontation with Kevin Owens. So he's just digging at Kevin Owens. And I think it's a joke. I don't think he's being an ass. I think he's making fun of Kevin Owens in a professional rivalry, not being an ass. But however you want to take it, um, Kevin Owens replied to it, Kevin Owens is the king of Twitter. Fucking don't call out Kevin Owens on Twitter, no matter who you are. (laughs) Kevin Owens, the king of Twitter, responded to this by saying, I've been preparing for a potential battle between us too, buddy. I watched paint dry today. I've got you all figured out. Again, implying <laughs> uh, Randy Orton's matches are pretty fucking boring to watch, and we've all seen it over and over again. So, a fucking win. I mean, Kevin Owens wins all the tweets. He gets all the internets today. Oh, yeah. He gets them all, because that was awesome, I thought. I was, it was great. I, I was really happy when I scrolled past that on the interwebs. <laughs> I love it. Kevin Owens hasn't been taking to Twitter very often lately, and it's good to see him back. It is, especially when it's against other WWE guys, you know. Us, us regular Twitter. Do you think we can get them to block us? Um, you know what? We can try. Um, I've got one more. I, I got much more, but I'm going to do one more because we're 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 blathering, and we'll see what happens. Um, the last one is a Finn Balor tweet, and uh, it's it's ambiguous, folks. Finn Balor. On Halloween, posted a picture of a gravestone that said bye, B-Y-E, like goodbye, bye. It's all he put on there. 
Now, this was after a lot of people have walked out on WWE. Some people have been let go. People have been talked about being unhappy. It was also Halloween. I'm going to be honest. I'm, gonna say, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I saw this as a retweet to Leo Rush's uh, terrible tweet. It doesn't have a retweet on it. I got the uh, the, the Twitter capture right here. And it's yeah. not a retweet. At least not this one that I found. Um, Could be. Or he even could be doing it in response to Leo Rush's. Right. It would um, make a lot of sense. Some people are implying it means that him, along with... Because we've heard that um, uh, Gallows and Anderson aren't happy. Um, one would assume Finn Balor is not as happy. He's not in the place he should be, most people would assume. Um, again, He's got to be there. I, I feel like He's this was a... He's not a WWE f- guy. He's got to work his way there. To be honest, until I read a lot of people thinking that this was something, you know, like, talking about he wants to leave... I honestly thought it was just him posting a funny gravestone on Halloween. Like, I would love a gravestone that just said bye. And that was it. Like, I guess I thought it was comical. I would like to, I would like it to say bye, B-U-Y. <laughs> that like, would be a good also. <laughs> and then put a price on it. Two tweet. We actually have one more two tweet if Pasty wants to talk about it. I am going to uh, excuse myself for a moment. I'm sorry, folks. I will be right back. Otherwise... Um, what, what is it? Um, AJ yeah, Styles? I don't have all of AJ, Okay, I, I got that one. one. Okay, yeah, go with that one. <laughs> Alright! So, Cheryl Clark at Cheryl Taylor tweeted at AJStyles.org. Thanks, man. Huge shout out to AJ Styles for making my son's first live event so special. He came home and told Mel about how he didn't get candy, lol. And AJ was like, oh no. So he gave my son his shirt and wristband. Thanks so much for making it a memorable night for him. Class act guy. And AJStyles.org responds with, You're welcome. Had to do something to replace all that missing candy. What a class act, AJ Styles. Man, he has been impressing on levels. For weeks, levels that no wrestler really impresses because nobody pushes that hard. They don't want it that much. This is why AJ Styles is at the top. Maybe somebody like Finn Balor isn't. AJ Styles is a workhorse. He's a company man, and he's a man of the people. And I'm looking forward to many, many more years of AJ Styles flipping my wig and blowing my mind. I don't know why Fat Mac always has to leave us partway through the broadcast. I get all my shits and pisses out before the show starts. He got the bladder of a woman who's had six children. Alright. Where are we at? I don't know. Alright. Right. I finished reading the tweet, and then I talked about how I get all my shits and pisses out before the show, and you've got the bladder of a woman who's had six children. Uh, It's not the bladder, Loke, it's the other end. I'm still fucking battling issues, and it's not a fun end to be battling issues with. You don't want me to get into details about how bad it's fucking getting. But suffice to say, I've had to give... 
two stool samples now in my life, and they've all been within the last month. So, it's, you know what? Some samples are fun to give, like sperm samples. Some are just like, meh, like blood samples. And some are not fun, because in this day and age, you'd think there's a better way to get a stool sample. Do you know what they do? Have you had to give a stool sample pasty? No. They fucking take this thing that looks like a plastic fucking hat, and you put it on your toilet, and you shit in it, and then they have a vial that's filled like three quarters of the way up with a red liquid, and then they have a line that doesn't look like it's that far up from the liquid. It looks like it's just barely above the liquid. And then you open the vial up, and there's this tiny little spork. Why it has to have prongs at the end, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm stabbing. It could just be a fucking tiny spoon, like a Coke spoon, but it's a spork. But if you if you have corn in your shit, it makes and then, sense. <laughs> and then they say, just put enough fecal material in there to get to that red line. That red line looks like it's barely above the liquid. And you're like, wow, that'll be easy. So you shit in this fucking plastic thing in the toilet. Then you get up with shit still on your ass. You take this tiny spork and you scoop for 25 fucking minutes to get to that goddamn red line. Then you put the fucking lid on and you put it in the fucking shit and you send it off. Then you're left to clean up the plastic fucking hat of shit or just chuck it in your garbage like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's not fun. I, I, I wouldn't be having that shit. Not at all. For how much they would probably charge you for that vial and that plastic bag, they would be scooping the shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. You want the stool sample? You're going to do it. Because I'm paying $700 for this is, plastic fucking bag. It is easily my If it was least... me giving a stool sample, I would shit in a baggie before I leave the house. Bring it in, drop it on the desk, and say, call me with the results. Here you go. It's, it's easily my least favorite sample to give. So, and I actually enjoy giving blood. Um, news and rumors. Pasty, you want to take us along this trail today? You know, I think we can alternate a little bit. Let, let's let's flipping and the flopping when we hipping and the hopping because we're bipping and the bopping, no skipping and no stopping. So, are we gonna go on Chris Jericho's cruise? No, but I'll go right. first if you want me to. Okay. So, uh, if, if 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 some folks don't know, Kevin Owens, I think we talked about this last week, but we'll talk about it again. Kevin Kevin Owens had to um, leave the South American tour, as well as a lot of the folks with the mumps, but for different reasons. No, the folks with the mumps didn't have to because they were on Raw. I made that up. But AJ had to leave because of the mump folks. (laughs) So there's a a method to my madness. I made a trail. Anyways, uh, Kevin Owens had to leave for family issues. We don't know what they are. I don't need to know what they are. I'm glad they seem to be taken care of. We're happy that Kevin Owens and his family are okay at this moment, and we hope no more uh, uh, issues arise anytime soon. But 
Triple H did step in for Kevin Owens, and he took his place in the matches that he was scheduled for in South America, so that the people there would still get their money's worth. You get a big-name star, you know, you go there for a big-name star, you want to get a big-name star. They didn't get KO, but they got HHH. But what came out afterwards, which may just be all completely made up and bullshit, because we have no way of proving it, but what we've heard is that Triple H did not accept any payment for all of the matches that he did, which uh, he took took Kevin Owens' place. In fact, our understanding is... He gave the money to Kevin Owens. That he gave the money to Kevin Owens' family, that he let it go into Kevin Owens' paycheck. So Kevin Owens still got paid for all of those matches that Kevin Owens didn't do. Um unheard of in the wrestling like this is the first time i've ever heard of something like this happening uh the only thing similar to this would be when david arquette won the wcw world title and everybody fucking shit on him and said he was a horrible human being for it but literally all the money he made off of all of his appearances in wcw he gave to the families of owen hart he gave to the families of um was it Owen Hart, Eddie Guerrero, and um, and Darren Drozdov? Um, Jer- Darren Drozdov was still alive, but he was paralyzed in a wrestling ring. I know it was Owen Hart and Darren Drozdov. Why do I think Eddie Guerrero isn't right? Anyways, he Is took Eddie none Guerrero of. That's not even the. That's that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He wasn't even dead yet, so it wouldn't have been right. I thought it was three people, but anyways, Owen Hart and Darren Drozdov for sure. Uh, oh, Brian Pillman. I'm sorry. How did I forget Brian Pillman? Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, and Darren Drozdov. Um, so that's the only other thing I could talk about that, but that was a celebrity who was just making appearances. This is a wrestler who wrestles for a living. Yes, I know he's the CEO and he doesn't. He, he has a paycheck outside of wrestling, but still, wow. And as much as I dislike Triple H for his backstage politics... Hats off to this motherfucker if this is true. Hats oh, yeah. completely off my everything him. to him. It makes me all the more curious why Kevin Owens left. But like you said, we don't need to know. And and good on humanity for, you know, not digging and leaking and spreading his personal right. life. My, my guess is that it had to be like a death or an illness in the family who is somebody who isn't a wrestler and stuff like that. And so, yeah. Cool. I mean, just fucking cool. I don't. I don't have a lot to say about this news story, other than cool. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. What do you got, Pacey? Well, in other news, the W. We've already pretty much talked about most of this, but the WWE released Darren Young, Summer Rae, and Emma. Yeah. I didn't but... think Summer Rae was still around. To be completely honest. I was kind of surprised about that, to be yeah, to be honest. And I was surprised. Well, I guess all three of them surprised me. Summer Rae, because like you said, I wasn't. I didn't know she was still there. And as we touched on earlier, Darren, I thought they'd keep around for the main reason that he was an open homosexual, and they're big on the, the LBGT community and doing stuff with that. And Emma wouldn't have surprised me if they hadn't had her look strong against Oscar twice in a row. Still yeah. befuddles me. It's it's very weird. She put on some of the better matches of her career recently, and yeah. she got released. 
I don't, Look, I don't get it. For those of you who don't remember Emma from her early days, take some time. If you have the network, go to the earlier NXTs. Um, NXT TakeOver. She had a Back really she was good Bayley? match with... Um, who did she have a really good match with? Not Charlotte. Was it Natalia? Was know. it her and Natalia had a really awesome match? Oh, her and Paige. I think her and Paige had a really awesome match at NXT okay. TakeOver. The yeah, original awesome. NXT TakeOver Arrival. Her and Paige had a badass, awesome match. That puts most women wrestling to shame. Um, Go look her up from her NXT days. She can wrestle very well, and she had a good character. She was not the greatest on the mic, but if you were going to let her go, why spend this last month building her up? Is my question. Right. Or do, or do the writers not fucking know who's getting let go? Is WWE that fucking disorganized? Did they have this whole fucking story no written up for her? I don't know. Alright, my turn to it's tag It's very in. bizarre. Yeah. Tagging um, in. Talking about people being... Leaving a company, these people weren't let go, but they asked for their release. Rockstar Spud and referee Brian Hebner have asked for their release and been granted it from Impact Wrestling. Rockstar Spud was the very first winner of TNA's um, British Boot Camp, which was a reality show similar to Tough Enough. And uh, he went on to be a prominent player in TNA. His first year there, he spent just being a lackey to Dixie Carter, but he did such a good job. This man's amazing on the mic, and he's amazing face actor. Like, his his whole actions, he's great. But then he moved on and actually showed his skills as a wrestler and was a really good wrestler. Um, he's a cruiserweight smaller guy. Brian Hebner, a lot of you might not know, but he is the son of Earl Hebner, who is famous for the Montreal Screwjob. And if you don't know what that is, Fucking look it up. I ain't going to explain that to you. You should know. If you're listening to our show, you should know basic fucking WWE knowledge. is my favorite referee of all time. Did you know that he's an identical twin? Yeah, actually, I think I did. Did you know that um, he wasn't even a a referee for... Well, he was a referee. He wasn't a WWE for the longest time because Dave Hebner, who, who is his twin brother was a referee. How Earl Hebner got into the business was, I think it was a Saturday night uh, main event on WWE. And it was Hulk Hogan. Was it Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant? And, and Andre got a pin on Hogan and the ref did a fast count. And then he ran out. And they went to, they did the replay, and the two referees switched. And it turned out that there was a, uh, that uh, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, paid Dave Hebner's brother, Earl Hebner, to pretend to be a referee and make the, the quick count. And that's how they got the pin on Hulk Hogan. And that's how Earl that's Hebner got. I love Earl. That's how he got brought into the <laughs> WWE, was as being his brother's brother, I guess. The ultimate company man. He's a good man. The ultimate company man, but he's been with TNA for many, many years. 
Um, he's I think the he's, ultimate man for any company. He, he is, and he is. Um, Do you so think he'll you ever be inducted in the WWE half? He he has to. He just because of the Montreal screw job, let alone for the Hogan Andre thing. I mean, those two storylines are Hall of Fame worthy. Both of those, just those. There's more than that too. I swear to God, he was involved with story between like Stone Cold and Vince McMahon and shit. Oh, he's too. been he's been involved in a ton of stuff. I mean, he was their senior referee for a long time. One thing I do want to say here is it is being buzzed around that Rockstar Spud is on WWE's radar for NXT slash 205 Live. And I think he'd do great in that. Um, He's a British guy. You could even throw him in the UK show if they ever do end up doing that. The King of the Ring, allegedly. It better not be be the King of the Ring. Fuck, I'm going to be so pissed. I won't even watch it just because you ruined, you bastardized it. But he could do either. He could do 205 Live or KOR. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if 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 King of the Ring is the UK show, I definitely want them to call their next show WrestleMania. That would that would be actually pretty funny. And have it be like the women's division show. The women's <laughs> division show. Yeah. What is the women's division show? You just want WrestleMania with just women? Yeah, yeah. The, the show will be called WrestleMania, and it'll be a show that houses the women's division. <laughs> why Why not? Um, yeah, it makes as much sense, doesn't it? The Monarchy of Mayhem. There's a thousand and one names they could put in there that doesn't have to be King of the Ring. So dumb. But it, it England is ran by a queen, you idiots. Didn't they just don't, didn't they just get a new king and queen now? Aren't those two now king and queen? Wasn't that a big story? I don't pay attention. Like to that I kind fucking of... missed it, but some my son was saying something about it. The king, the king, and I was like, they haven't had a king for years. It's a queen, and then he was saying, I thought they just had a king, and then I looked it up, and I think um, whatever the two people are, you talk about the next news piece, and I'll look up the king and queen okay. of England, and we'll see what right. happens from there. WWE announced the following rules for the upcoming War Game match set taking place at NXT TakeOver later this month. <sighs> Each group selects one member to start the bout inside the cage, while the remaining team members are locked inside shark cages by the entranceway. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that was such a good Sorry. story until I got to the shark cages. <laughs> shark cages! Laugh. How many shark cages did Vince get fooled in purchasing? No. I know, right? I know. right? <laughs> fucking, um, um, Todd, Todd and Mr. Peanut Butter bought a shit ton of shark cages, and somehow they convinced McMahon to fucking purchase them from them. The only thing those two guys have gotten people to purchase from them. The only January Halloween store? Nope. All of the colanders? Nope. Shit ton of shark fucking cages? Vince McMahon! <laughs> okay. That's fucked up shit. That's fucked up. I don't know what to think about that, folks. Shark cages. Keep going, it ain't it's over. It's the least badass thing WWE's done in a long time. <laughs> and they're by the entrance. Are they going to be dangling and set down? My, or are they just going to be locked in individual cages? My guess they're, they're set down and locked. Is my ass. I don't think they're actually. Don't like. I, I just. I don't. I don't like. It. It's. It's like. It's like long distance elimination chamber. 
Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah. I mean, and other, you can bet than, there's gonna be one big scenes. guy who rocks his cage and knocks it over and pops the door open. Yeah. Keep going. You're not done. After five minutes, or no, yeah, after five minutes, the final two members from one team enter the match, giving that group a brief yet brutal advantage. Three minutes later, the second team's members are released, followed by the final team's competitors following another three-minute period. It's, it's getting kind of confusing here. Well, only, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's not following the rules. Once of- all nine superstars are inside the ruthless steel structure, the first competitor to pick up a pinfall at the mission earns the victory for his side. Nine people? So it's going to be one team's going to have more people than the other? No, it's three teams. Don't forget that. They're, they're doing it completely oh, different. okay. They're doing Keep, keep okay. reading, Loke. Keep reading. Interesting note. Somewhere it does mention a second ring. Or nowhere. Or nowhere. It <laughs> Somewhere, nowhere, ring. fucking... We don't know. If there's not a second ring, I'm gonna... Be really sad. I'll and shut the pay-per-view off and I won't even watch the end. And who are the teams involved in this, Loke? We have Sanity, the team of Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane, or Eric Wolf, or Eric Young, and Eric Young, and Eric Young, because he's the one in the team who matters. The Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. And the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong, which is a team that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it still doesn't make sense to me either. Obviously, the Undisputed Era is going to walk out for us. Whoa. Fuck. Where does that... What are you fucking? What are you fucking? I don't know which of my fucking, uh... Windows is popping that up, but it's really screwing with my head. Holy shit. I didn't mean to do that, folks! <laughs> Sorry! You mean to do it. Voices were in my head. I hope you didn't hear them on your end. They got a State Farm fucking commercial blasting all of a sudden in my ears. And <laughs> screwed up. I was like, wait a second. Uh, um, also in the news, Bray Wyatt has returned to action, performing at a house show in Glasgow, Scotland, on this week's WWE's European tour. So he is back in action. He did not make an appearance on Raw, but he His is His brother here. did. He did. Bo was there. Jojo was there. Everybody was there but Bray. Bo was probably out on injury again following that attack from Kane. Um, I'm guessing Bray is... I'm guessing they don't know what to do with him. I'm I, I'm hoping they're just getting him away from Where do you go from here? I'm you hoping they just... You had something big and now it's dead in the water. But you know what? They dodged a bullet. This is the perfect fucking way. They really to- did. Yeah, this is the perfect way to keep him off for a little bit and bring him back as just Bray Wyatt and in a in a feud with somebody else. And just pretend like this never happened, just like McMahon in the limo, just like GTV, just like a thousand and one other fucking things that they pretend never happened. This that's the best that's the best scenario I think for this. So did you ever dig up anything on our new king and queen? Um, you know what? From what I can tell, I think 
the queen's still the queen and they haven't changed the hierarchy. But that was the page that started yelling at me for fucking State Farm. So I just X'd out of it so it quit yelling at me. It has a song. It's like a, it's a, it's like Toby Keith and fucking, um, I don't know which fucking football player it was. Fucking two of them fucking singing country songs. And I was like, God damn. And they're yelling at me and keeping it covered. And din, din, din. and I was like, Oh my gosh. And it's yelling at me like 30 times louder than you are. So I just X'd it and got out of there as fast as I fucking could. Hey, Lana just tweeted a, a, a photo. Should we see if it's something worth two tweeting? We can go back to it. Well, it's her in a tight blue dress. That's always worth two tweeting. But it just says, WWE Dublin, you're welcome. I am making your city ravishing. So, no, it okay. wasn't that great. But, you know. Bullshit! Sometimes you just got to pick it up when it rings, man. And just see what happens. So, I'm literally um, only following people that Twitter suggested me to follow when I got on, because I don't use Twitter ever, so I, like, get updates from Justin Bieber oh, and like, weird horrible. shit ladies. Beefsticks Podcast just has a whole ton of wrestlers, so I get ringed whenever they do it. Um, we're still behind schedule, so let's pop into the Jerry and Rick of the Week. The Jerry of the Week, folks, everybody's favorite. Weekly friend. If you want a Jerry, I'll Rick. I will Jerry. I'll Jerry all over your Rick. I bet you would. You're the kind. Of, you're the kind of Morty that would Jerry all over my Rick. <laughs> of course, the Jerry of the week this week is the kid who got smacked in the head by the piece of the announce table from Sami Zayn. <laughs> Did you see him rush over there? Like, are you okay? Wait, I gotta keep doing what I was doing. Right? Like, he broke kayfabe <laughs> for just a second to make sure he wasn't gonna I think, get sued. Honestly, and then... honestly, I think it was just enough to pull the announce table away from the audience so they didn't steal it. That's you know what? what I think it was. If it was me, I'd wear that like a badge of fucking honor. Fuck yeah! <laughs> just be like, yeah! I am the table. That kid, that kid went through more of the table than Sami Zayn did. That kid went through more of the table than fucking Dean Ambrose did in a TLC fucking match. <laughs> and that was two of them. <laughs> so son of a bitch. I am the table. Sami uh, had to check himself for a minute. He's like, whoa, whoa, too much heel. Too much heel. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a ton Kevin of Owens rubbing off on him a little. That one, that one worked. Um, Did you check him out on the Edge and Christian podcast of awesomeness? Um, you know what? I almost put Edge and Christian as Jerry of the Week for so, for the Oscar thing. So I've Edge I've tried Oscar. I've tried since you told me that you listen to them every time every week. I've tried and I've listened to their last three ones. And I've realized what it is. They're not entertaining. Like, you and I aren't even entertainers. And we come out here and we're on. Like, I, I like to feel like we project. Like, we do something. Like, we're blah, heavy to boo, and doing stuff, right? And I love right. Edge and Christian's uh, show. And I loved them in wrestling. And when I listen to them, I feel like it's two old men 
playing fucking cribbage, talking to each other. Well, they are. They're 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 Adam and Jay. And they're not Edge and Christian. I don't enjoy you know? that, but that's fine <coughs> because that's my preference. Then they yeah. both had to go and shit on Asuka, who is a better wrestler than either one of fucking them. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done with you guys. Fuck you. It's, it's done. I'm still listening. It's fucking I'm still done. Listening. If you're not entertaining and you shit on people who are entertaining, you're done. At least a lot of the shows I listen to acknowledge people are entertaining. <sighs> These guys don't even try. They're not trying. And they fucking shit on Asuka. So, no, to be fair, I didn't listen to it and go ahead and finish your story because I rudely interrupted you. <laughs> eh, well, well, I'm just saying Sami Zayn was on it. He's talking about, a bunch about his past. He kind of almost got mad at them for saying that he was El Generico. He wasn't. He was trained by El Generico. <laughs> even you and I could tell you that. See, they don't even research pro wrestling. <laughs> They are, I guess, you know what, I think that's another one of my problems. They're kind of, and this has to do with the Asuka thing. They are stuck in that WWE bubble. Which is sad because they they didn't come from the WWE bubble. They were around for a long time before WWE. It was was Christian Cage, and it was um, Sexton Castle. You know what I mean? They yeah. came from the underground, and yet now they, they have their own podcast, and they use it to shit on on people that came from the bottom up. Like, why do that? Why wouldn't you use that to promote people? Honestly, all they, they promoted shit on is the Attitude Era the, and John Cena and Randy Edge Orton. Said he doesn't, Edge said he doesn't understand the hype behind Asuka. And for somebody who admittedly doesn't really keep up with NXT... Hardly keeps up with WWE unless he has to or hears about something he has to see. So it's, for somebody who doesn't keep up with NXT, he doesn't have a right to even talk on her until he's seen her body of work. I'm sure she'll be on the show soon. The shows I've listened to were all about the Attitude Era, John Cena, and Orton. So what this tells me is this is more of a fucking WWE show than a show that's on the WWE Network. So they're basically just trying to get their own podcast picked up by WWE Network is what I is what I feel. Like I feel like they're doing this show hoping they take Stone Cold's place. You know what I mean? Because obviously I there's a place that needs to be filled. I don't get that at all because both of them are like happy with their leave. But they just they want to talk about the company they came from. They're happy with their leave, but they suck. They, they suck WWE's dick the whole time. They don't want to wrestle but they want to be paid by WWE is what I'm getting. Well, and don't get me wrong. I'd suck Vince's they dick. Had if, we on could, the show. if we could, I'd suck. I'd suck fucking Vince's dick. They have had Kenny Omega on the show. So it's not all WWE guys, but when they had him on his show, <laughs> did they say WWE centric? Did they say that he's better than the rock and stone cold? Or did they say, this is some guy we brought on the show. No, no, they talked about him being one of the greatest wrestlers out there. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I mean, it was the most entertaining. Yeah, but I do like listening to it. It gets me through a couple of rides to and from work. You and I like like different things because, like I've said, I love Bruce Pritchard's podcast, and that's all old school shit, and you wouldn't dig it. 
And that's probably my favorite podcast right now. So that that is cool. But they did piss me off with the Oscar thing. But I didn't they make them a lot of people. Although I will say, now I feel kind of shitty, like, at this moment. Because I didn't make them Jerry of the Week, but I spent more time ragging on them than the Jerry of the Week. <laughs> so I guess I, I, I guess I accidentally did make them Jerry of the Week. I'm going to talk about Rick of the Week. We need to get into Survivor Series, but you and I can make that go as quick or as slow as we want. How's that sound? Okay. Rick of the Week. Speaking of people who aren't WWE and need to be acknowledged, Rick of the Week is Kazuchika Okada. For those of you who don't know Kazuchika Okada, he is... You obviously never seen a six-star match in your life. You've, you've obviously never seen a six-star <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Um, by the way, this is poignant because TNA just released an official apology to this guy, okay? He was wrestling for TNA back in, uh, oh, I want to say 2013-14-ish. And um, they literally issued an apology to him for how bad they treated him. Uh, this came out during the time that the Green Hornet movie was out. Yes, nobody remembered that was out because it was a shitty movie. The Green Hornet was show is pretty cool, to be honest. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, the Green Hornet was a superhero, like Batman. His Robin was Okada. Was the superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was Okado. It was Okado, and he was he was played by Bruce Lee, the fucking Bruce Lee, folks. Kato, Kato, not Okado. I'm sorry. His name was Kato, and he was played by Bruce Lee, the yes. fucking Bruce yes. Lee, the 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 epitome of fucking martial arts, the baddest ass motherfucker. Well, when Okada was in TNA, they had him play Okado to Samoa Joe. Even though they didn't have Samoa Joe as a Green Hornet-type character, they had <laughs> Okada play Okado, who was a Kato-type character to him. And he did nothing. It was shitty. I don't like him. He's Okado. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okada went on to become one of the biggest, if not the best, wrestler in, in, in possibly history that's yet to be proven. So, not only... Did this guy become the first Japanese wrestler to achieve the number one spot in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated's PWI 500, an establishment that has been going on for over 20 years now? Which, by the way, I still haven't got my magazine, so PWI, hurry the fuck up. But he now holds the record for the longest IWGP title reign of all time. For those of you who don't know, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which many at this time consider to be the number two brand in pro wrestling, WWE, IW, or, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Their belt is the IWGP belt. It is International Wrestling Grand Prix. He surpasses Shinya Hishimoto, who had the title for 489 days. That's huge. That's well over a year. He won his fourth IWGP title on June 19th, 2016, against Tetsuyo Naito, who, by the way, is my second favorite New Japan Pro Wrestler. And he is the same man that Okada will face January 4th in the Tokyo Dome 
on Wrestle Kingdom 11. Now, he is not currently scheduled for any title matches between now and then, which, if he still holds the title come January 4th, Kazuchika Okada will break another record. The greatest number of combined days holding the IWGP title, which was held by Tirohoshi Tanahashi, who is, some would say, his greatest rival, and their matches have garnered four-star, five-star, six-star matches. Go back and they watch They have not them. garnered six-star matches. They haven't, but they've garnered like five-and-a-half-star matches. <laughs> um, so that, so, so Tiro. So, Tiroshi Tanahashi's um, combined title length is 1,358 days. Now, if the Rainmaker holds on to the title until then, he will be at 1,360 days. As of today, when we're recording, which is November 2nd, 2017, he is at 1,297 days cumulative title reign. So, this motherfucker is easily going down in the top ten of pro wrestlers for decades to come. He is, oh, yeah. he is currently my number one... He is my number one active pro wrestler. And he's in my top three for all-time pro wrestlers. At least in my top five for all-time pro wrestlers. So oh. you'd put him on your Mount Rushmore? See, that's the problem, is because he's done so much at such a young age, it's hard for me to say, but then, you know, this whole thing came out with Ric Flair's Mount Rushmore, and you've read about this, right? Well, anyways, uh, Ric Flair came, Ric Flair tweeted a thing about his pro wrestling Mount Rushmore. I go back and I say, what are we comparing to? Because the Mount Rushmore that we have literally has one good president on it and three shitty presidents. <laughs> so when you say you're wrestling Mount Rushmore, are you saying your top four? It'll probably have Trump on it by the end <laughs> yeah, of the next year. Exactly. So are you saying your top four? <laughs> are you saying who would take Teddy Roosevelt's place on your Mount Rushmore? Because my Teddy Roosevelt for wrestling is not in my top four of wrestling. Okay? It's just fucking not. <laughs> so I always have a problem when people say you're, you're, you're Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Just say top four. Because Mount Rushmore is full of fucking shit. You got George Washington, great fucking president, as far as I know. You know, helped give us our freedom. But then you got Teddy Roosevelt, you got Abraham Lincoln, and you got, uh, who's the other one? Is it Andrew Jackson? I hope not. No, it's not Andrew Jackson. <laughs> who's the other one? How do we not know uh, who's on Mount Rushmore? We sound so intelligent or so unintelligent. Folks, we have Mount just been banned Rushmore. from the country. Um, number one, if you don't know why Lincoln is one of the fucking worst presidents of all fucking time, actually look into him. Google him, but don't go to the first page of your fucking Google. Okay? Go to your fucking like fifth, sixth, seventh page where they tell you the real fucking shit. Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Um, I got nothing against Thomas Jefferson. He's a good guy. I'll give him credit. So we got two good ones, two horrible ones. Well, two good ones, one horrible one, and one Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> so Maybe. 
Fuck. Maybe they were going to be in a tag team match because the two faces are on the one side and the two <laughs> right? heels are on the other side. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> um, so there's the Mount Rushmore thing. That's our Jerry and Rick of the Week! Da 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 da! So our next no, let's segment, get to the meat and potatoes. See, I set this up. Minutes. I set this up from the worst down to the best, but since we only got a half hour left, and since we have a problem of really going over, look, let's start. <laughs> let's start at the fucking the top. At the let's bottom. start at the meat. Yeah, let's start at the bottom, the meat and potatoes, and go from there. Now, I literally took this from the WWE webpage. So this is what the official Survivor Series is right now. Um, I'll I'll tell you what the match is, and Pacey, why don't you give us your opinions first? How's that sound? All right. So our 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 main event, according to WWE, you gotta say his name like Kurt Angle said it, please. Oh 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 yeah, I will I will. Is Universal? Ch- <laughs> I'll say I'll say one guy's name like Paul Heyman and one guy's name like Kurt Angle. The Universal okay. Champion, Brock Lesnar, and WWE <laughs> Champion, Jinder Mayhal. Mayhal. Was May-hal. it Mayhal? Was it Hal? Okay. Yes. Well, I almost said it right. It's Mayhal. Terrible. In May-hal. a champion versus champion match. So, Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, WWE Champion, Jinder Mayhal. Um, tell us your thoughts. Tell us how riveting this match is. Um, well, it's going to be dumb. That's all i got to say about that. Uh, Jinder really doesn't stand a chance. Even, I guess he does if they make it a no disqualification kind of match. But I don't see that happening either. Especially with the, uh, the image you sent me where potentially John Cena is the special guest referee for this match. Then you know Jinder has no chance in hell. We didn't even talk about that, did we? No, we didn't. But you sent me a picture, and so I brought it up. Bring it up. up. Talk about it. Well, there's a picture of Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mayhew, and John Cena's in a referee shirt behind them, which can only mean one of seven things. So, since last week, because we did say last week that uh, John Cena was rumored to be the referee. Didn't we say that last week? Yeah. Yep. And okay, now photographic evidence. Since, since last week, there's been two other names thrown into that hat. And that's Steve Austin and The Rock. Um, I still think John Cena makes the most sense. Uh, Steve Austin's not happy. Especially if I'm it's setting up a right match now. between him and Jinder down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Austin's not happening. The Rock could, because that could set up a, a match between Rock and Brock down the line, right? Yeah, and he could wrestle. Steve Austin's never wrestling again. I'm sorry to any motherfucker out there who still holds on to the fucking thinnest gleam of, of fucking hope. Steve Austin's never wrestling again, and he's gonna go down as the best wrestler to ever retire. Because when he retired, mm-hmm. he was at the fucking peakest that any wrestlers retired at. Um, but John Cena's probably gonna be it now. The picture in question, I don't know if, if Pasty can pop it up at all to where you could even see it decently, but uh, I, I thought can. I thought that John Cena's head 
looked like it was photoshopped onto a referee's body because it looks awkward and off a little bit. But then, as I looked at the rest of the the whole poster, like, everybody's body looks way fucking off. Um, to the point that Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't even look... I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura looks like somebody with his head removed. Um... <laughs> I'm going to open it up right now. But, I mean, everybody's... The the person in front, um, Kurt Angle, (laughs) to me, his head looks off. Shane McMahon's looks off. Roman Reigns looks very off. Seth Rollins looks like they copy and pasted Roman Reigns' face. So that just really looks (laughs) like a double. That's not even Seth Rollins! That ain't Roman Reigns! They just made Roman Reigns make a confused (laughs) face. That's all they did. Now look um, confused. But when you look at like AJ, Charlotte, and then not, not, look at Nakamura. Look at I feel uh, like Randy Dean Orton. Ambrose should have to grow out his hair and get a good team like the two of them. They all, um, they, they look really off. So I don't think that's enough to say it's, it's fake. Because I'm guessing they just superimposed everybody's faces on a body. To make the faces stand out. Like I believe those are really their bodies. But WWE you can definitely tell if you look at AJ Styles' neck. There's pixels that go into his hair that isn't neck. Right there, yeah, you're right. Actually, right there, you're right. And then look <laughs> at look at Nakamura's head. That that is not yeah. humanly possible. <laughs> you, like that's that's a fucking turkey or something. That's not. It's just, it doesn't look human. He's doing like Velociraptor kind of thing with his head there. Velociraptor! That's how we got the name for this title, even though we didn't know it was coming. Right there, you named our episode. In the future, we went in the back and we renamed this episode Velociraptor because of Nakamura. Uh, Photography Rapture. Oh, yeah. But even still, it's the same fucking thing. He's a rap. Yeah, doesn't that look fucked up? Let's make this a little bit bigger for the folks. Just show them the bottom side. Yeah, so obviously the heads were put on and the bottoms were put on later. So I I don't think the whole John Cena thing is a big deal. And you know what? That might actually be the picture of John Cena. Because John Cena is a pretty ugly dude. I hate to tell women this because I get that all the time. You're jealous. No, you know what? Finn Balor is handsome. AJ Styles is handsome. Shinsuke Nakamura is handsome. Randy Orton is handsome. There's a lot of... uh, Baron Corbin, I mentioned when we talked about his hair receding. He's a good-looking guy. There's a lot of good-looking, handsome, sexy men. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, they're sexy. I'll admit it. John Cena's ugly. Sorry. How about... Randy Orton growing a fuck ton of hair in a week. Did you catch that on SmackDown too? I was like, whoa, where'd all that hair come from? I guess I it didn't almost looked that, like he no. was trying to do my style. It's it's short yet, but it I wanna see Randy Orton do the, the comb over to the side with his hair. Grow it out <laughs> a little bit. He could be a pretty boy. He could. He could <laughs> do it. He needs to turn heel. Uh, what did this have to do with now? Oh yeah. This had to do with uh Brock Lesnar and Ginger Mayhem. Um Mayhem. So I'm I'm gonna say what I said before. I may be wrong. By the way, kudos to Paisley White for calling the fact that Jane McMahon and Kurt Angle were gonna cap their own teams. Isn't that so stupid? 
No, I called it. It's cool. Well, I, no, it's cool you called it. But to me, the only match that I want out of the Raw versus SmackDown is Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. That's the only match I want. Those two can put on an awesome match. None of these other matches give me anything I want. And it's like Shane versus Kurt Angle would have been an awesome match. Why didn't they do that? They still could. There's time. But it's like, that's your money right there. That's how you sell tickets. Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon. Number one, anybody nowadays is going to love it because it's your head of your company versus your head of your company. Head of Raw versus head of SmackDown. And anybody who's a longtime fan like yourself is going to remember King of the Ring 2001 in which they fucking stole the show and put on the one of the best matches of the year together. I almost wonder if this is going to build into WrestleMania where they have Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. It might. And to be honest, I had a doctor's appointment for my son today in, in, a, in a town away from where I live. And I was talking to his mother because she's a big wrestling fan. And we talked about it. And like I said, WrestleMania, fucking give us Shane McMahon versus Triple H. That's what we want for WrestleMania. That's a story. They have a story there. Kevin Owens versus Triple H. No, because Shane McMahon and Triple H dislike each other. Shane McMahon and Triple H have a professional grudge against each other because Triple H took over the company when Shane wasn't allowed to. Shane McMahon and Triple H don't like each other because Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon don't like each other. You have a storyline right there. You have it. Just build on it. That's your tr- that's your fucking and we know even if Shane isn't going to get a WrestleMania main event or even if Shane isn't going to get a WrestleMania match, we know Triple H is getting a WrestleMania match. So throw it away on Shane. Don't waste it on a young guy who can make a good match with somebody. Give it to Shane. Let them two just tear it down in a no-holds-barred fuck-em-up match. Shane will jump off something huge. Triple H will bleed everywhere. We'll all fucking love it. That's the match you want to build, to. Shane better not jump off anything else. To me. That's the match you want to build to, to me. If you're WWE. <coughs> so what do you... So but I you like got? the idea of... The, the, uh, I think Raw's taking the, their pay-per-view. Everything? There's no way and they're now winning that every match. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Not everything, but I'm going to say 75% of it. Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick some here. We can change. We'll we'll, we'll redo this the the uh, show before Survivor Series, but let's let's pick our winners here. Um, there's okay. obviously gonna be one the five more... on five traditional. Well, no, no, no. No, I guess we're not even there. Universal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Brock Lesnar wins. That's okay, it. I'm standing behind that. The only reason to have this match would be to have Jinder Mahal go over Brock Lesnar. It doesn't hurt Brock Lesnar at all. Number one, because they have built Jinder Mahal up to be super strong. And because he's not losing his title. But I feel Brock beating Jinder makes everybody in SmackDown look weak. I think that's what this pay-per-view is going to do. 
It, that's, that's why SmackDown attacked Raw. Understandable, but I'm gonna say other than um like a uh, like a screw job finish, which makes sense, which could easily be um. And I'm gonna bring this up on the Survivor Series men's match, but um, could easily be Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, screwing their champion. I think it's gonna happen in the five yeah. on five match, but it could happen here. It would make more sense on the five on five match because you have Shane, but it could I happen feel here. like they missed out by by not having uh, Kevin Owens go over Nakamura and putting Kevin Owens on Team SmackDown. Because I think that would have made for no, great you can't have, and story. No, because you room. can't have Sami Zayn lose. And uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn either have to be both on or both off. Once Sami Zayn wasn't on it, you knew Kevin Owens couldn't be on it. He can't. It wouldn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, but no, because Kevin Owens would be there to sabotage the team. And Sami Zayn could get in on that not being in the match. They will be. And that's coming up. But I'm, I'm going Jinder Mahal. As much as I don't... I, I like Brock Lesnar a thousand times more than Jinder Mahal. I think it makes sense to have Jinder Mahal go over and make him look strong. It would make him look... Would they not make him look super strong? It would. So that's but what if he with. wins, the only way he's winning is with help from the lackeys. And that, that's that possible help. because he has two lackeys and Brock only has one Heyman who's better on his mouth than he is with his fists. Well, hey, they'll already have the shark cages at NXT TakeOver. Oh my gosh. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> uh, next up we have. How great would that be? Sing <laughs> Brothers suspended over the ring shark in shark cages, cages. and John so s- as your special guest referee. I'm so sick like of the worst shark gimmicks cages. that I've ever been. So sick of shark cages. <laughs> Raw tag champions, um, the Shia versus the Usos. Shield wins. I, uh, you know what? I hate to say it. I, I think the Usos are really good, and this is going to be a good match. But the Shield just got back together, and they need to keep fire under their ass. Let me start paying attention to where we're at, so I'm going to start highlighting things. Because I honestly, I haven't thought I just, about I don't it understand. <laughs> I don't think these should be official picks. We still have weeks to go until... They're not, they're not official picks. I said, I said our official picks will be... The week before. But I think it's fun okay. for us to make our predictions now and see how they change from them. You know what I mean? I mean, we can not yeah. if you want, but I think if we're going to talk about it, let's just make picks and have fun with it. I still think, like, uh, the United States title is going to change hands before this pay-per-view. I still think the SmackDown Women's Championship is there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's going to change before. <laughs> And those things can happen. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I don't what think... I'm looking for. Because right now, it just it doesn't look like it's in SmackDown's favor hardly at all. Uh, and as we talked about before the match, it's a lot of um, heel versus heel and not very many yeah. faces. And we also have mm-hmm. a Raw match and not a uh, SmackDown match to counter it. With uh, WWE having a Cruiserweight Championship match, SmackDown has to have a one-on-one match to counter that, you would assume. I don't know. Well, you gotta say cruiserweight championship is still five live and not necessarily raw. No, it's it's definitely raw, and they're counting it towards raw. You know they are. You are. I'm so let's not. keep it trucking. Let's um, keep it trucking. Tag match. I think this, out of what we have right now, just what it shows right now, 
This is the best match of the night. Usos versus the Shia. Easily the best match of the night. Um, I'm going to... I don't know who I want to win. Let's wait and see. I want it to be a ladder match. What I pick going forward to see who I pick for this. Because I don't don't know. I I honestly don't know. No! You have to give your preliminary guess. Do I? Yes. Um, then I'm going to say... Then I'm going to say the Shia, because I think Reigns will be back by then. And I think he'll be in their corner. Um, holy shit. Do they bring Rock back and he's in the Usos' corner while uh, Reigns is in the Shia's corner? That'd be cool. Like, what if they get Cena to ref, but they bring Rock back and he's in the Usos' corner? The Rock did. The Rock. Did you hear? Just recently, he uh, he was on a Q and A, and uh, somebody said, "Who are the three people that you want to face in WWE today?" And he said, "I want to face." Who the fuck did he say? Better be Kevin Owens. Uh, he didn't say Kevin Owens. He said John Cena. Did he say John? I don't remember who he said. I think he said Brock Lesnar. But one person I know he did say is he said. The one guy who needs me to throw a foot in his ass, Roman Reigns. Uh, what if he comes to the Usos, man? What if he comes to That'd the Usos? Um, I, I, I'm going to say the Shia, nonetheless. I'm going to say it's the Shia. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. So now we got the men's five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match. We don't know who's all in this yet, so it, it's up in the air. Rock said he would like to fight Triple H, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. Okay, so I missed Triple H. Yep, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, but Triple H was the other guy, which makes sense. God, remember that fucking sweet promo that The Rock and, and Triple H did at WrestleMania a few years back? Hey, and you know what? I have said the... the you gotta uh, back out. Triple no, you H's... gotta back out. Right, that was, and we were waiting for it. Triple H's last <laughs> match should be against The Rock. It should, because yeah. those two are super parallel. Their careers were completely paralleled. Um, H's start started slightly before his, but they were paralleled, and that's how they should end. I think Triple H's retirement match should be against The Rock. So I'm, I'm calling The Rock coming back. Maybe we'll see. So what do you got on the uh, traditional Survivor Series match? Uh, I say Team Raw wins, especially since Stephanie McMahon had to come out and say, if your team loses, Kurt Angle, you're fired! Is that what she said? I literally skipped her whole segment and thought she fired (coughs) Kurt, and then he kept making fucking shit happen during it. And I was like, why is he still doing this? So that's what happens. If they lose, he's fired. Um, I'm going to yeah. agree with you, but for a and different reason. And I do reason. think Owens and Sami Zayn get involved and also jump ship to Raw at this pay-per-view. Um, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, but for a different reason. I say Raw wins, but because SmackDown won last year. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, and I, I don't think that KO... And, um, 
and Sammy are switching because they literally both just switched. Like, less than the uh, brand split ago. So it makes no sense for them to split, to, to change back again. Like, that would really... Obviously, they don't care about the brand split. And if you folks want to hear more about how I feel about the brand split, listen to last episode in the archives. Because I go fucking off on it. But that would really... That would be the death knell of the brand split. If they switched again. Because they've both switched three, twice now at least in one brand split. There's been one brand split and they've switched twice. If they switched three times in one brand split, you might as well just call it fucking game over, man. To quote an alien reference. Okay. So we're both saying raw, right? Yep. All right. What's up next? The Raw Women's Championship match. The last women's champion Alexa Bliss versus SmackDown Women's Champion Natalia. And I think it's going to change hands before that on the SmackDown side because Natalia is the reigning champion versus a, Sm- a Raw actual champion. It doesn't add up to me. <laughs> Uh, do, do you have any ideas, or are you just saying you think it's going to switch? I, I think it's going to switch. I'm not sure to who. Obviously, it can't really be anybody that's in the 5-on-5 five five traditional women's match. So, who else is there? Uh, who's in the SmackDown <laughs> women's Here match? we go. Paige comes back. She's on SmackDown. She gets a championship spot. Beats Natalia. Oscar beats Alexa Bliss. We have Paige versus Oscar. I ain't gonna lie, I love that. Um, I honestly love that. It'd be great, and I don't think Bliss is gonna have the championship for long now that Oscar's around. She may get over Oscar once, but she won't do it twice. And she won't get over Asuka in a clean win either. Uh, who's on SmackDown? That's SmackDown. Sasha Bailey. Well, that's Raw. Charlotte, Becky, Carmella, Tamina, Naomi. Well, Carmella is in the. the no, Charlotte the and Becky. Shimmer. Yeah. Yep, so Charlotte and Becky are <laughs> the SmackDown women's wrestlers in this 5-on-5 five five match. Um, I'm going to say Natalia keeps it and Alexa Bliss wins. Okay. So you're going... Um, so you're saying SmackDown wins, but as Paige, right? For now. No, you, you no, can change no. It before we, no, you can change Asuka it before wins. we go. Wait a second, Asuka what? wins as Raw. Asuka's got a winning streak. She ain't going to lose. She's going to go over so Paige. You think, so you think Paige beats just, Alexa? Just and highlight then Raw Women's Champion. Just highlight Raw Women's Champion for me. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm giving you Asuka, if that's what you want. <clears throat> so you think, uh, you think Paige comes back to Raw? 
and takes it from Alexa, and then Oscar takes it. No. Well, make up your mind. Uh, Paige, Paige comes to SmackDown because Oscar's on Raw. Paige oh would come gosh. to SmackDown and take it off and Natalia because that's easy. Okay. And Oscar would take it off Alexa. Well, who, who wins, wins in this, this match? Oscar Oscar wins. Oscar so you, wins. She's undefeated. So you think neither woman who's 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 scheduled to be in here is going to uh, perform here? I think there's going to be at least one change on a champion. That's that's what my, I'm tossing it. And you think Oscar is going to win the Raw championship? Like I said, you should just highlight the Raw Women's Championship for me because that's who's going to win. Whoever is the Raw Women's Champion. That's you, where I'm at. Yeah, but you didn't. That's not what you said. You literally said somebody other than the Raw Women's Champion is going to win. You said Asuka, not no. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Okay. So she I put will you down for Raw Asuka. Women's Champion. Okay. I put you down there in Raw as Raw. So if you Asuka is Raw Women's Champion, we can change before. <laughs> but even if Asuka doesn't take the championship, Alexa is going to beat Natalia. Okay. Alexa is going to beat anybody. From SmackDown. Because she's change. already been there and beat everybody. We can change I this I say the before... Raw Women's Champion, whoever it is, wins the match. I'm giving you extra points if it's Asuka. You're not losing okay. anything here, bruh. You're not losing okay. anything. Well, I'm giving you extra points for Asuka. All right. All right. Now on to the Women's 5 on 5 traditional Survivor Series elimination match. The most Ladies exciting match of the night. Team Raw is Sasha Banks, Bailey, Nia Jax, and TBA, everybody's favorite superstar. Woohoo! Almost as good as vacant, but less titles. And honestly, if there's a TBA on the Raw slot, I almost have to wonder if Tosca gets that. Or Paige. That's probably. I think Paige goes to SmackDown. SmackDown needs her more. Okay. Well, you put her as Raw's. You put her in Raw. No, I didn't. Oh my! You gosh. didn't hear me, right? Go back and watch the episode. <laughs> it's hard for me to follow all your women changing. Fucking, you're as bad as the fucking Bookers. Just stick to one woman and have a storyline. <laughs> but Alexa's getting boring. No, nowhere near that. But keep going because you've only yes. done the Raw women. Yeah, uh, versus Charlotte. Becky Lynch, Carmella, Tamina, and Naomi. Raw wins again. That's all I got to say there. Actually, this might be the one that SmackDown picks up. You know what? I I, I hate to agree. This with could you. be SmackDown. I look at I look at it and I say that Raw's gonna win it. I even changed it to that. No, I. I feel like they're going to have Charlotte be the unsung hero and just take it all. Yeah. Like, it's going to be down to her and three other women, and then she's going to take it. I can agree with that. Uh, yeah, I'm going Team SmackDown on this one. This is going to be my one match for SmackDown. I agree with you. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's Team SmackDown, because I think, I think it's going to come down to Charlotte. Um, you know what? I see Sasha Banks and Bailey on Raw's team. I'm already like, uh, nope, they're not winning. Right. And <laughs> the worst thing is, uh, they've they've done so little with Charlotte, and she doesn't need it. 
She's fairly protected as of now, but I feel like they Dude, feel they need how? to do something to push her, and this would be the thing to keep her, even if she doesn't win a title, this keeps her relevant. You know what I mean? How dope would it be if Natalia was on Team SmackDown as the champion, team captain, she gets eliminated, Carmella Cash is in mid-match. She's not on the top the five though. She's not, I'm saying, but how dope would that be to have a match inside of a match? You mean you mean she can But they already got like, all the Natalia, Yeah, but they, they already got eliminated. All the, yeah, okay, but they, they already both got get eliminated the... fairly early. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm shutting up. They both get eliminated early on in the match. Carmilla, she's the first one out, right? Okay. <laughs> Natalia gets eliminated, you know, maybe third, fourth. It's real beat up. She's been in the ring for a long time. She's tired. The thing is, Carmella they have... comes down. As soon as Natalia is eliminated, cashes in her money in the bank briefcase. And there's a match going on at ringside while the elimination match is still happening. Boom. Except they have all the women accounted for on I the know, SmackDown side. I know. I'm not saying it's going to be that. Okay. I'm saying that would be fucking sweet. That would be sweet. And you know what? Tamina could easily get replaced. <laughs> because we don't need Tamina. We don't need right. her. I'm but sorry. We don't need Natalia's her. Natalia's already in a match. And yeah, yeah. Maybe no, that would be cool, though. And Charlotte, you, and you need know what, Tamina. Tamina no. SmackDown, Nia Jax. You know what? If if what you said is true and Asuka ends up being a Raw Women's Champ, if this if the Women's Champ comes after the 5-on-5 five five traditional Survivor Series match and Natalia is beat the shit out of by Asuka or Paige, whoever it may be, Carmella could cash in on them and win it. I feel like Carmella has to win her cash-in because Baron didn't. Right. Are yeah. you really gonna have two in the same year that They're don't holding on to it to make it count? Yeah. And I like what you, I like what you're spitting. I still think bro. it would be fucking awesome to have a match going on no, I like right what you're there while a match goes on. Because the elimination It'd match would similar. have to continue. We'd be similar to when Seth Rollins cashed in between Reigns and Brock and he made it a three way match. It would literally just make right. it a six way now all of a sudden instead of a uh Instead of a, 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 a five on no, five. No, I, don't, I don't think that either. I think they have a separate referee. They'd have a separate referee. Oh, you, can. you know, it would be. Well, I guess WWE Two could matches do at that. one time. I don't like that they could idea. Do it. Because that's that's making up I too do. many rules that and they already make up so much shit. As soon as she you cashes know, in. Case, you can cash in anytime, anywhere. So yeah, I can't but you cash if you in. cash in during a match, you're in that match. Seth Rollins is the precedence for that. It happened. Yeah, Seth, but Natalia's already been eliminated. She doesn't cash into Natalia's been eliminated. Well, it doesn't pull them both back into the then match. Then it's a separate match. Yes. Yeah, but it would happen at the same time because she cashed in as soon as Natalia's been eliminated. That would be different. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wasn't following you, but now they. It, hey, you got to admit, you have to spell this one out for me. Because yeah, there's no, a lot it's, going it's on. kind of, it's complicated, but, and it 
be I like it. We'll see. It's different. It's something we haven't seen before. They put on a separate match that would now have to take place in the ring, right? Because those are the rules. So now you have a separate match in the ring while this other match is going on in the ring. I like that, Pasty. That may be one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever heard in pro wrestling. And it's something that's, that's never been done. Original. Yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> think anybody's done that before. That is awesome. I like that. I like that super much. Yeah. Shit, I like it that. It won't happen. It no, won't happen. No, this it is won't. Completely it won't, but that's world awesome. God damn, I love that. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. Uh, two matches I wish left. there was a line for me to, to pitch go. ideas to Vince, because I think he would bite that for next year. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They would bite it, because they, they look for innovative shit. So would Ring of Honor. Uh, two matches left, one minute to go, Loke. IC title match versus uh, our, our IC Intercontinental title versus United States title. Miz versus Baron Corbin. Uh, fucking yawn. We all win. I don't give a shit. I thought we all lost. I was going to say, you say we all win, I say we all lose. They're two guys that everybody loves to hate. And so, honestly, it. I swear to God, I've seen Miz go over Baron Corbin in the past, so I think Miz is Probably. going to. Um, I, uh, you say Miz, I'm just going to say, uh, I'm going to say Corbin just to be different from you. And they could both use the win, so it doesn't really matter. Cruiserweight Championship uh, match. This is a complete raw match. Enzo Amore versus Kalisto. Enzo. I'm going Enzo. No reason not to go Enzo. Um, so I See, assume so that there me, has to be another... Except for one match, it is rough. So I assume there has to be another SmackDown match just to compensate for the enzo Kalisto match. But maybe they'll just give that to the pre-show. I don't know. It's, they, they have announced it's going to be four hours. So I assume it's going to be four hours and 15 minutes or four hours and 20 minutes. So they could easily yeah. add one or two more matches on here. Uh, but I got one, two, three, I, I got a couple SmackDowns more than you. Yep, like I said, it's going to be a raw on a landslide slide this year. SmackDown might get one or two. Uh, Baron Corbin could win. It's really hard to call that match. It is hard to call that match. But I am match. playing with the Miz. <laughs> they All right, and we can before. change it. We can change it beforehand because we got right. two more weeks to go yet, Loke. Two at least, yeah. right? Yeah, the 19th, that is two, two more weeks. weeks. Yeah, so we got two more weeks to go. Uh, but we got our opinions out there. Uh, we let everybody know everything. We had our fun. Photography Raptor, you know. Raptor. Check out fucking all these random fucking pictures of people with heads on bodies that aren't theirs. I love you like a lovesick puppy. My name is Pasty White. I'm Fat Mac. <laughs> Get the motherfuck out of here because we're fucking done, damn it! Please!